and welcome to The Sanctuary, a safe space to speak from the heart. I'm your host, Israel, and my guests today are Carla and Holly, right? Holly. <laughs> I keep wondering to say Haley, I don't know why, but Holly and Carla, thanks for coming to The Sanctuary today. Thank yeah. You, thank you. Um, I, I love your podcast, and I, th- I believe what stands out to me is how honest and raw it is so i'm gonna start with the podcast before we go back to how it all started what made you to decide to start the podcast um i think it was just because we had a lot of uh, questions upon everyone that was kind of asking us how our relationship was and kind of what we wanted to or they wanted to have more interactions and know what we were kind of more about and I had a lot of cross-dressers actually contact me and, and ask how how about to go uh, telling their wife or coming out to someone so that they could kind of live the same lifestyle. So. People that were at a certain crossroads, shall we yeah. say, wanted to know how to take the next step. Yeah. And we kind of figured, well, we have a lot of people asking us, and, and not that we're like that far into this, but we thought, well, we give it our best shot. Yeah, you know, so what you decided to do it, what was the, did you kind of have ground rules of things you talk about? Because you just laid out there, like, this is it, and this is who we are. Yeah, um, in the beginning, we had a lot of uh, kind of rules and stuff, like, we didn't want to play separately, we wanted to play together. No, I mean for the podcast um, itself first. Yeah, it was kind of like, hmm. Oh, for the podcast. Um, so... I guess we had general topics that we thought we could address and we sort of started with, you know, how did we get started and what were sort of the issues we ran into? What were the good, what were the bad? And so, I mean, we're living in the the lifestyle as we're doing these things. Right. So we didn't exactly have, you know, all of our topics Hmm. uh, lined up as if we were going to go through one thing and lead into the next. That wasn't the plan at all. It was just sort of to enhance others' experiences by our own. And likewise, it's enhancing our experiences too. Yeah. We wanted to kind of showcase what we were doing and stuff. And then if people had questions, then we would kind of answer them more on the podcast instead of like typing everything Mm. completely out. Yeah. A lot of the same questions. Right. Because if 10 people ask, how did you decide to tell your partner then might as well just answer once and then all 10 gets yeah. hit at the same time rather than sending everybody different emails or stuff. Yeah, makes sense. So, um, and, and I kind of love the flow of your podcast, you know, um, it goes from how we, um, you know, basically who you guys are and then how you started and how you connected. Um, so let's do that. How did it start for you? Let's go way back. Um, go ahead. Yeah. How did we meet? Yeah. Like boy versus girl. Um, well, we worked together, uh, when we were just kids, teenagers working sort of similar jobs and he asked me out on a date. And the the rest is kind of history, but initially I kind of thought, (laughs) I don't really know if I like him, but I'll give him a chance. Yeah, it was years later, like we were kind of just friends at the beginning. And years later, we kind of like, we 
grew more together and late night MSN. And stuff. <laughs> yeah old school MSN and then um we just kind of started hanging out but like none of this was right apart no. right no right it wasn't until many years later that I don't think you were even aware of that. Oh, no, okay. Because that's going to be my next question. Like, at what point did cross-dressing become a thing for you, Carla? Um, so, like, I had done it, like, kind of off and on and just, like, in small spurts through, like, a childhood and, like, through my teens and then well into my 20s. But, like, it never really came to anything until, like, really last year when, like, I kind of lost, lost my job and I needed to have something that kind of related to myself and something that I wanted to do more than anything else. And it was just kind of a personal like experience. Like I hadn't done it yet to the extent of like Mm. this Mm -hmm. and which is what I wanted to do ultimately like way, Mm. way, way back. And so I kind of just kind of confessed to her exactly what I wanted to do. And it wasn't, (laughs) it was received, but it wasn't like, what, what what were we going to make it a norm or something yeah, like that yeah it was definitely weird because you know when we were together and uh, just dating i mean i would i would leave something over there and get changed and i don't know leave my bra there or something <laughs> and uh, i've always been a bit of a skank but <laughs> <laughs> not with just anybody but with my husband at that point um so we decided that, you know, it was fine for him to wear something I had left, but it was kind of weird to me at that point because I, I never heard of a guy wanting to wear mm. women's clothes. So, yeah. you know, over the course of time, I'd forget about what I, whatever clothing item I had left at his place. And I'd find it. it years later when we're cleaning up his, you know, his room at his parents' house. And like, oh, why is this all stretched out? What happened to it? Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of like, I didn't, I didn't think too much of it at the time. I'm just like, okay, well that's his weird thing mm. that he does, but it's not so weird because I've had lots of guys, um, you know, message me uh, and say, wow, you guys have a really unique relationship and I can't believe how um, honest and upfront you guys are and how, how loving and supportive you are to something yes. that's not yes. a normal thing. Yes, because um, you, you'd you been together for how many years now? Uh, this year will be our you know, 15 together and yeah. married Sorry. for yeah. 10. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you've had 15 years together um, total and you think in 15 years you know the person, you understand the person, but then there are aspects of them that they feel uh, uncomfortable to share, right? So for um, Kala to share this side of themselves, uh, you've built this, I guess, safe space where the communication is wonderful, right? So we can talk about anything and it's not like plates are going to be thrown or whatever because even though you found it weird, you you listened to what Kala had to say and how important it was to them. But what, I guess you know you had that experience years ago but like last year was when you went full on um with losing your job and trying to discover yourself how was that for you how was that period last year for you uh Hallie well I saw it as a time of new growth for Carla um 
my husband knows uh, one aspect of his job really well. That's all he's done. And just to kind of keep it generic, it was a management position. So, you know, to come away from that and to lose a sense of yourself, because that's what he's known as a career. And, you know, to keep everything going for that company through COVID and, you know, to come out on the other side, sorry, we don't need you anymore. Goodbye. It was a big F you. And it was a period of self-realization. But it was okay to say fuck, so. Yeah. It was a big period of realization, I think, just to be supportive because obviously, financially, um, I was the lucky one to still be working, but previous year I had lost my job because of COVID. Um, mm. And just to be there and mentally and emotionally because men very much depend on their careers to suggest who they are quite often, so. With me losing my job, it was very much like I didn't know exactly who I was very much anymore. And mm. there's always a clawing of like of this that I wanted to kind of explore. I never really had the time to. And now that I did, it was kind of like I needed to kind of maybe explore it and see exactly mm. what it was like. So I did. <laughs> yeah. It became sort of an outlet, I guess, for you, really. Mm. Yeah. It's like, I'm so fucking pissed off, but I'm still going to, like, blow my load right now. (laughs) (laughs) But, like... So, uh, was it sexual right away, or... or... No. Um, Okay. In the beginning, it was very much, like, kind of just the way that I wanted to to be, because it was, like, a release from my male side to another side that I didn't have to, to be. It was, like... I could forget everything that like my male side needed to do, like whether it was like paying bills or going to work or the little stresses of the day. And I could come out as being Carla and Carla doesn't have those stresses. Carla's completely like wants to just go and do and have fun fun. and (laughs) and relax and, and enjoy herself and stuff. So that's kind of where I went with it later on. It went to being sexual because then it was like, well, if I'm going to dress like this, well, girls do other things. So well, we try those. She learned a lot from me. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 I didn't know about that. Um, so, hey, Ali, how did that happen? Sorry, what happened? Yeah, well, you say Carla learns a lot from you. Oh, yeah. well, just I've always had a very openness, um, I guess more so in the last six months since joining um, Fat Life. And just having like this openness about life short, frig what everybody else thinks about you or your body or your sexuality and just do what makes you happy because you at the end of the day are the only one that matters. You are a person who needs food, uh, water, you know, pleasure, gratification, those things. And to each individual, those things might be a bit different, but Ultimately, I I embrace my sluttiness. I call it sluttiness because I really enjoy having good, fun sex. More primal. Primal, yes, yes. Um, and so when I was teaching Carla, teaching Carla, you know, Carla would come to me initially and say, hey, can you do my makeup? Hey, can you make it look like this? Hey, can you give me, like, your best suggestion about what goes together? And it was like, yes, I will help you with all that. Thanks for coming to me. And then it sort of became like, okay, well, we're ready to have our first threesome. We've always talked about it, never did anything about it. But 
Again, life's short. Let's <laughs> act upon it. Let's do it. What's the worst thing that can happen? Was it threesome with Carla? Or... The threesome was with Carla, myself, and a guy. Um, and so we uh, we explored that a little bit. And that was the first time I had gone down on any other guy. It was the first time Carla had ever been going down on a guy. Um, and so I kind of went first just to kind of show her. But Carla having a penis also knows what it's like to feel good and be pleased. And so that's a, a huge skill to have. Mm. I'm pleasuring somebody else. Mm. And uh, what, I guess, mental preparation did you have for that first time? Because you'd been together for years and you'd not been with anyone else. Uh, was there any way you prepared mentally and physically for that first time? Mentally, me being like this prepares me mentally. Mm-hmm. When I'm dressed as Carla, I, I will do anything that like a normal girl will do or even better it's um, your feminine side it's my feminine side but if i'm if i'm a guy it's more nervousness and i don't i don't do any of that stuff like i as a guy i've never actually played it with a guy i've only ever played with a guy oh. as as carla mm-hmm. um so that's how i prepare myself mentally um and and well physically too right yeah um <laughs> yeah. and for yeah. i don't know for you for me, it was sort of, okay, let's let's approach this with a fun, uh, you know, non-committed sort of, uh, I don't know what the word is, but just basically let's go have fun with this uh, potential person and see where things go, mm-hmm. as long as the three of us are all having fun. And in particular, you and I are getting what we wanted of this. Then mm-hmm. That's the most important mm-hmm. thing. And having communication between him and I, or sorry, Carla, she and I, um, the whole time and just sort of making sure, are you comfortable with this? What's going on? Like, are you okay with him fucking me? Because you had never seen me fuck another guy. And that's a whole other can of worms. (laughs) But yeah, it's a lot. Mm, Yeah, I mean, and how was that first experience for you? Oh, before that, um like how did you i'm guessing when you as a couple put out uh like uh i guess like a personal ad or something saying we want to do this especially looking for a guy you must get a lot of uh replies how do you how do you do you select this person and what made you comfortable with this well, person? one is their commitment to actually sending us a photo if they don't send us a photo of who, who they are, then it's a no-go. We can screen a lot of people that right? way, just so, asking for a photo. Yeah, a lot of people won't send photos, so if they're not going to send a photo, then they're really not committed to anything. And we're, 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 you know, we're reasonable. I know you don't know us and we don't know you. There is Snapchat, which deletes photos right away. Mm-hmm. So we always sort of, you know, offer a safe place i guess yeah and we're discreet as it is yeah like we have our own careers and i don't look like this 99 percent of the time and like you have a professional career so it's like we we expect the same amount of trust back and forth with people um and then we kind of like dive into like what are their kinks and if their kinks kind of match up with our kinks and then if they still continue carrying on a conversation for a good a little bit of a good amount of time before we actually want to meet them 
then it's actually something that we want to do because it's, it's not like really like something like mm. bing, bang, boom. We want to do it right then and there. We're <laughs> really planning. It was, sometimes yeah. we do, but like we just <laughs> we want to kind of plan a little bit of time so that we can get to know right. the person beforehand. Cause we just don't want to have like a random guy show up and just be like, well, this is not the guy that we thought we were going to do. Yeah. There has to be <laughs> sort of like a physical connection as well yeah. as, you know, sort of on the same page of what you want from each other. And um, there mm-hmm. has to be sort of a, an attraction there as well. Right. So yeah, it's not just anybody. And it does take a long time to chat with everybody and, um, usually people kind of screen themselves too. I mean, there's a lot of guys up there that are just, if you're not going to pick me, then go, you know, they turn a whole other person. Yeah. They do um, a 360 on themselves. So sometimes people. Oh, wow. That's yeah, scary. A lot of people do it. Yeah. I've had guys where I'm like, huh. I'm not really like, I can't do it this weekend. Like I, I it'll have to be a couple of days and then it's just like, well, fine, then I'll just go somewhere else. And it's like, well, there you go. That's oh, my God. Not a person I want to play with <laughs> if you just, right? Yeah, that's yes, unreasonable. Exactly. So, like, I want to have, like, partners that, like, will want to play with me numerous amounts of times and not just, like, one-time thing. So that's where, like, some people just screen themselves completely out of there. Hmm. Um, and then how was that very first time? I mean, you've been together this long, you've vetted this person, uh, you meet them. How was that experience for you two? The first time was great. We had a lot of fun. We really enjoyed his company. We had our sexual, like our sexual release at the end was great. And like the sex afterwards for like the next couple of days was like intense Mine and Carlos. Well, yeah. actually, oh. my husband. Yeah. <laughs> we had amazing. So, so it's like that very first meeting unlocked something for you guys. Yeah, it just like blew up, and it was like every single day we were having sex right afterwards, <laughs> and then we were like looking forward to the next week because we were going to invite the same guy over again and see if that was just going to keep going. Mm. But the second time was not the same. So what, what changed? But the second time we thought, okay, this is really fun. We had such a great time playing with this guy. We'll have him back next week. We already said that we would have him back when he was getting ready to leave. So we kind of agreed to the next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem being is that he was more or less into uh, me. He wasn't so much into Carla. Oh. So there was I mean, like, but, but, sorry, but the person knew you were like a package deal, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So I, I became a third wheel kind of. Right, right. I see what you mean. So yeah. that's almost kind of the 360 thing you talked about because yeah. the person said I was going to do this and then they did something else. Yeah, and that was our first experience with it. And that's kind of like how we learned with other mm. people, right? But it was also a learning experience for, for us communicating because, I mean, I, I didn't really see it. I was sort of like it wrapped up in what was going on and I was just so mm. fun and excited and enjoying the moment and not even realizing that Carla was kind of put out and um, I felt terrible. I, you know, I was upset that she was upset mm. and uh, I even, I was so naive. I even asked this guy to stay and have pizza with us. Like I freaking bought him supper before he left. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I was in a point of, of it that, like, I didn't want to play with him no more. I just was really annoyed that he was still here, and yeah. I just kind of wanted him gone and stuff. But mm. at the same time, I knew that she was having fun, so, like, I didn't really want to convey that to mm. her yeah. and ruin her night over it, 
right? But, but at one guy. point, I had to just kind of say, like, he needs to go. Like, he's not, he's not here for me. He's here for you. And that's he's not here for way. us. Yeah. Right. So, like, we want to have a us together moment, and it was not being an us together moment. No. And I did you have yeah, yeah. lost track. I completely lost track in oversight of that because, you know, we're both new to this, and um, you know, sometimes your your ecstasy moments get in the way of of judgment calls. Yeah. So. Mm. So, did you have rules before that first meet that changed after that first meet? Oh, yeah. Well, after that, you know, second meet, I guess. Yeah, and in the beginning, we kind of were just like, all right, let's just go with it and see what, what happens. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had a few rules. Like, we just, like, she didn't want to get penetrated. Um, we were just going to kind of blow the guy. And, like, we were kind of going on with that. And, like, you never wanted to be penetrated by a guy, right? So, but then Initially. on the second, and then on the second account, you wanted to try it, so, like, we went with it. So, like, we kind of evolved our, like, kind of rules of play and stuff. Like, now mm. we we actually kind of like playing separately more than anything else. Like, we haven't played together for oh. quite a while. I mean, we played together with our, you know, spouse. But um, in terms of having sexual adventures, we prefer to be sort of on our on our own individual accounts. Um, one thing that did change after playing with uh, a couple of those guys that we were talking about is uh, we kind of developed some check-ins with each other and just to say, hey, do you want a drink? And that was code for, are you doing all right? Or you want to? Yeah. Yeah. So it was a check-in with Carla. Um, it was a check-in with me just to make sure because you can't always read faces in a you know sexual encounter and there's a lot going on. So it just sort of breaks up and gives a moment of, of thought. So that's how we did things. Communication. Mm. Yeah, communication. communication. I, I think just in any relationship in general, communication is key. But when it's something with kinks involved, um, you even need more communication because what might work today might not work tomorrow, right? Yeah. So those concern checkings are really welcome. Um, yeah, uh, I'll go back to your podcast. Um, there was an episode where you talked about jealousy. Like, was that part of the thing that made you decide to play separately? No, um, that was a little bit beforehand, but we had a play partner that was like, um, that was a female and it was the first time it was, uh, we had a female over mm-hmm. and, uh, she was very much into, to Hallie. And as like kind of a celebrity type of deal. She treated me like I was somebody like crazy. You would have thought I was Lady Gaga or somebody to her. Like she was just really starstruck when she met me. And I just said like, I'm just a normal person. I just, you know, (laughs) I'm on here and I like to post pictures. And uh... And then she kind of, and then she also came out saying that she really liked Carla and she really liked crossdressers. Yeah. So it was kind of like a, a, Bing bang moment of like, yay, we finally found a girl that actually is a unicorn. After looking for months. For we have been months. probably six months looking yeah. for somebody. So mm-hmm. we invited her over and it was kind of a, like a last minute type of deal, but um, it, worked out. it worked out and it, I was, I had got to play with her. Um, and I think it was kind of like our second encounter, like type of situation that had happened where it was like really like, Hallie became the third wheel in that moment because oh. I was really 
having fun with her, but like we weren't really, and we kind of like miscommunicated on it. Um, and like, we tried to get her to like, I, I invited Hallie into like kind of playing with her and got her naked and like got her to try to play with the other girl and stuff, but you weren't really feeling it. Well, I was new to playing with another girl. I had never played, just been sort of curious, uh, didn't really know what I was doing. So I sort of backed off and just kind of watched for a bit. And then when I was invited over, I came over and kind of did my thing. But the whole time through, I wasn't really vibing and wasn't really feeling this person. Um, and I was happy that uh, Carla was having her moment. Uh, but it, it lost its its fun really quick for me because honestly, just these this jealous feeling came over me. Um, I became quite emotional. I was just sitting there sort of like, you know, letting them have at it. I was just sort of sitting on my phone like, oh, God, when does this end? I was just chatting with a friend on Snapchat. <laughs> and I said, uh, he kept uh, asking, is everything okay? Is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Like my friend on Snapchat. And and then Carla the same way, just, you know, checking in with me. Are, are you sure you're okay? Like, we're just having fun. And then she said the same thing. The the girl that was playing with Carla said, uh, oh, it's, it's I'm not stealing your husband, I promise. Like, I'm just here to have fun. It's just fun, consensual sex. I promise you. It's I came here to play with you. And, I mean, there's there's logistics, and then there's just the emotional that happened. Um, and so oh. I reacted very emotionally to this because, obviously, it's hard seeing somebody uh, have sex with your husband, ultimately. Um, and so it was tough. I just felt really just disgusted with myself over the feelings of jealousy. It's not like I didn't know it was going to happen. Um, but at the same time, it was sort of like, a, okay, we can't play together with a girl because I just, I become this green monster. I cannot do that to you. Mm. I want you to have fun if I'm out having fun with my guys, but I can't be in the same room. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Um, did you, in that situation, was it more the situation, the vibe you had with the person or like that you've not had an experience with someone with similar genitals, I guess? Yeah. I think it was all the above. It was new. Oh, yeah. It was new to me. I wasn't, you know, confident and sassy like I normally am with my guys that I know I can pleasure a guy with my eyes friggin' closed. Um, <laughs> not bragging, humble bragging. Um, but I did feel like there just wasn't that vibe with the person initially, even when she was in our house and we were just kind of talking and connecting. Um, I knew she'd come a long way to come over to play with us for the last minute. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted that to happen. It's not that I didn't. It's just the, um, the jealousy that came out is emotional mm-hmm. and not always under control. How did you, like, did you have a, I guess, I'm going to talk like a freaking secret agent. Do you have a debrief session afterwards? Uh, did you talk about it? Yeah, we talk, we talk about it all the time, everything. Um, even if we're playing separate and, like, when someone comes home, like, we will tell. We usually just say, how was your night? <laughs> yeah. And it's either good or bad or, yeah. like, we will go into details with each other of, like, what what we had experienced or what we might want to try with each other or something like that. Um, but Often it's like a late night, um, yeah. you know, 
one of us is coming home, the other one's home with the kids and kind of falling asleep on the couch. So it's like, oh, hey, you're home. How was your night? And that's good. Yeah, and then we'll talk in the morning, usually. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then we have we'll... personal time to do yeah. that without kids interrupting. Mm. Okay, so you had that moment, and then you decided it's better if you play separately. Um, Carla, first, how do you, what do you look for when you're looking for a person? And then, Hallie, same thing. Um, so when I'm kind of looking for a person, uh, same things like what I said before. It was like they have to have a face pick. They have to be able to talk for a good a little bit of time to kind of get to know me, and I get to know them. I usually like to to go out so usually if they can host that's a big one for me um so that i can actually get out of the house and like actually kind of experience like a date date, right um and then after that it's kind of like everything that kind of everyone else kind of looks for is like the attractiveness do they look good do they have a nice body do they have a nice size dick do they (laughs) do they actually know what they're doing when they want to play do they have like a little bit of kinks that kind of align with my own kinks right like all those type of above things are the things that i'm kind of looking for with a person to kind of really experience my most highest sexual content that i want to have right Mm. um and i find a lot of the guys they'll say what they want to do and stuff like that but whether or not they can actually like fulfill that is a big other uh, deal like i got ones that are like that they're like oh i want to tie you up and stuff and it's like well that's kind of something that i really like but at the same time when i get there and it's just like yeah i just want you to blow me it's like it's not what i came here for <laughs> mm, mm. how do you handle that um usually i kind of just go with it since it's like it's at the moment right there's really nothing like i'm here i'm dressed it takes a good long time for me to look like this Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just go with it. Usually the next day when I actually talk to, to Hallie and I tell her like what had happened, it's kind of like, nah, I'm not going to see that guy again. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I had a lot of fun. I really can't wait for this guy to come back. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I see a guy constantly, uh, his name, well, I just call him B, but he's, he's fulfills everything that I kind of like and, and stuff so far, but, um, there's still things of the aspects that like, I wish he would do. Like he he just not really into the whole kink stuff, but like he's into like the full out like throwing me around and like treating me completely like a girl and stuff like that. So that's like the great thing about it. So I get the mm. most sexual experience from him right now. Okay, and uh, Heli, like, uh, what do you look for in the guys you're with, and how is the experience playing solo for you? So I guess what I look for with my play partners is just a good flowing conversation. Um, I tend to get a lot of guys who are just looking for a host or are just looking for a quick lay or looking to cheat on their partners. And so I find that, you know, it's a little bit more difficult navigating the scene Um, because there's so many guys out there that just, you know, they're desperate, (laughs) let's say it. And uh, fewer, fewer women on there. (laughs) And I think, um, you know, you have to be kind of choosy because it's your safety for one. And uh, just uh, there's a few things that I I don't tolerate. So one is that I will start a conversation or, you know, say whatever back uh, to a partner. And I don't just message back the ones that say, hey, how are you? 
Um, that's too generic for me. If, if it's somebody that's put some thought into a conversation, then I'll, I'll write them back and I'll say, you know, something in response to what they've said. Um, and then I might let that conversation go a little bit so that uh, I just check and see, are they really, truly interested if I just kind of drop the line? Um, so then I know so that tells me one, are they committed to, you know, kind of saying when they're going to play? Um, and it, it weeds out of a lot of those people that are just not uh, appropriate, shall we say. I always ask somebody's marital status because I'm forthcoming about mine and I want to know what theirs is too. Um, thirdly, I, mm. I make sure I know what their uh, sexual history is because um, are they laying every girl in town without a condom or mm. are they actually committed to keeping themselves healthy? Um, that's a huge one because... Uh, you don't want to be picking up anything. Um, so right. there's there's lots of things, but also, you know, what is the vibe like? What is the chemistry like in your conversations? Um, I look for sort of equal back and forthness. Um, so it's not just all about me being pleasured. It's not all about them getting what they want. It's a mutual two-way street. Mm. And if I come across a guy who doesn't make me feel good, that is the end of them. I... I'm here for a pleasurable time. I'm here for fun. I'm not here to look after a man child. I'm not here to take on somebody else's problems and baggage. And <laughs> I'm the only baggage. That weeds a lot of them out, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you said, um, you know, if you don't have a good time, I wasn't sure what you meant. So thanks for adding that. Um, so, um, when now your, I guess, would you say your marriage is open or what would you call your status together? It's slightly open. Like we, like, we're not going to have someone come in and write in. I disagree. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. But for, for me, like if someone contacts me and it's like, wants to play with me, I still check in with her. Mm -hmm. right um i tell her about the guy and who i'm going to see and things like that so i don't i don't know what would you say it would be i don't like the term open marriage because our marriage is between you and me yeah um the adventurous fun sex that is no strings attached and just sex that's outside but that's like going to mcdonald's for a snack that's like instead of making your snack at home to yeah. me you know, our marriage is you and me. We've built a foundation. Uh, we have a family together. Financially, we are, uh, you know, together on that. And what we do, um, who we who we do on the uh, other side of things is is between you and I, really. Yeah. So it's it's making sure right. that each other gets what we need because we both agreed that you know. Our marriage is is kind of boring sex-wise once you've experienced the other side, I guess. 15 um, years of the same thing. Right? Yeah, you kind of know your partner inside and out. You know how to pleasure them. You know what they don't like. You know what they do like. And honestly, to take it to other heights, I find that you need to have a different uh, play partner involved sometimes. And there's a play partner that might enhance things. There's a play partner that you might go back and say, hey, I really didn't like what they had to do to me today. I really like when you do that. So there's good and bad mm. in that. That's what I was going to ask. Like, do you kind of have, and this is for the both of you, 
different people that meet different needs or different kinks and what are some of these kinks? um yeah so like well, uh b he really he fulfills it based on me being like a girl and stuff and he treats me like a girl and like i get to but we don't really have like a, a relationship type of aspect like where i go over and like i'll cuddle him or anything like that pretty much just go over we have sex i say goodbye and i leave right um my my cuddleness and and relationship is with with Hallie, so I look for the intimate relationships with her, right, over anyone else. Um, I have a few girls that are looking to play with me, and like when I asked or when they approached me, and I said yes, and if you want to play with me, like here's my wife's, like. Uh, FetLife account, you can message her on there and she'll tell you yes or no if, if we can play together. And it's it's been yes. So that like, puts them higher yeah. up in our books. But that too. puts them up higher in the books. Like they have a little bit more of a, a, a trust and, re- and yeah. respect. Yeah. Right, right, can right. Get... How do you decide who you say yes to, though? Sorry. Holly? Oh, well, I guess for me, um, yeah, I I definitely go for somebody who's good looking. Um, and I mean, that's individual to each person. Um, but yeah, yeah. the, the um, you know, respectfulness has to be there and the wanting to do things and the, the fun of it all has to be there for me. Um, not going to lie, I'm, I'm into guys who are big and buff and, you know, uh, tend to be a bit of a dom or at least not like you know don't know their way around the bedroom because that to me is a total like deal breaker um i've dealt with a lot mm. of that and so typically i go for an older guy like my age or a bit older just because i don't want to be a teacher mm. in the bedroom mm. <laughs> i like what i like <laughs> oh, gosh um and then kink wise what are some of the kinks you look for with yeah, your different partners i think um you know, just having good fun sex is always a kink to me and, and relatable to everybody. I mean, to me, I, I'm not into like ropes and chains and um, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I could be, <laughs> but it's more of a rarity with me that I'm, I'm into that kind of thing. I do enjoy mm. water sports. Mm. I do enjoy like oral pleasure both ways. Um, I just enjoy making sure that the two of us are having fun in the bedroom and like like Carla already said, like we diverge everything, divulge everything to uh, you know tell what we've done and and you know we also recognize our partners' um, jealousies, insufficiencies. I don't know what to call it, but basically just making sure that they know that you know at the end of the day, you're the only one that I love and you're mm-hmm. the only one that can intimately mm-hmm. pleasure me. Um, on that emotional and spiritual and physical level. So, mm. yeah. And Kala? I'm more like a toy. I like to be played with. So, like, I'm into, like, a lot of kinks. So, like, I like being tied up. I like toys being used on me. I like to be the center of attention. I just, there's kind of, like, I think it's more of the, the male side of me that's kind of, like, because like I like doing that stuff as a male, I'm kind of looking for that stuff to be experienced to me. So like mm. I kind of like everything. Like I'd like anything to be kind of done to me, and 
it's kind of the fun stuff. And the one thing I will not do is like needles. God no, like I am definitely afraid of needles. Fuck that. Yeah, there's some hard limits that <laughs> like, we both yeah, agree on. <laughs> there's definitely some hard limits. Like, and usually mm. like, but the one one of the big ones for me is is uh, humiliation. I don't like humiliation at all. Um, but like, I like being if we're in the mood and we're in there and like being called a slut or something like that. That's perfectly mm. fine. Or like like calling me a sissy like when we're when we're playing that's fine but like when i have a guy like first out message me and like and is like 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 you sissy slut like i want you to suck my cock right away it's just like yeah like or calling you a him oh yeah that's which is sometimes hard because i just you know i've done that too slip of the Mm. tongue because you are my husband (laughs) um yeah like yeah, that. usually like pronouns are a big one too. Like if I get called uh, a guy in there, like it's kind of like yeah, that's kind of it. And you brought me out of the situation that I'm I put myself in, and now mm. it's kind of you've ruined that fantasy of mine. So mm. it's just I usually move on from a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let's go back to the podcast. Um, how do you decide? when like how you release your episodes you took a little bit of a break when is it going to come back um i actually recorded two episodes uh a couple days ago um based on an experience that i had over the last two i think two or three days yeah that i had i had a a great time (laughs) i had a really bad week so one of them is kind of like a really like like an f you to one of the guys that i kind of seen and like i told about the experience um and then the other one was kind of like an experience i was supposed to have with a bunch of people and i kind of just made it my own thing and Ah. learned that way like because like i want to play with other people and stuff and i want to make friends and have people like enjoy my company and i want to enjoy their company but like it's still Mm -hmm. the committal thing like if they're not going to commit to it's like well fine i'm just going to go do my myself right so mm-hmm. I was supposed to go with a, in one of the episodes that's coming out, I was supposed to go to a, with a play partner to a place called Sea Dogs over in Halifax. And mm-hmm. he, I kind of wanted to be a dom at that point. So I was going to bring him as like kind of a submissive to this place. And um, I was going to collar him and everything and like kind of fulfill a huge fantasy for him. And he got so nervous and, like was going back and forth on text. Like, I don't know if I can do this. Uh, I'm he super nervous. <laughs> I literally eventually just messaged him and just said, you can't go then. Like, I'm telling you that you can't go because you're just not in the right frame of mind to go and mm. have fun. And I'm not babysitting you the whole time. Like, I want to turn you into a slave a bit, but I don't want to like fall out, like look after your every friggin' need. Right. So I decided to go to myself over there, which was super nerve wracking because uh, now by myself in an area that I'm not familiar with, but I made it my own thing and it was, it was still fun. Yeah. That's a learning experience. When as Carla? Yeah. Yeah. As Carla. Yeah. Okay. Which was funny because it's like an all male bathhouse and I'm the only one that's dressed up like a girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, so well, do you, I mean, you're now playing individually and everything's great. Do you see a situation where you might play together again in the future? Yeah, we've talked about it. There's uh, one of the guys that we, that Ali's seeing right now. 
that is kind of interested in the both of us and might turn into something. Um, and we never know, there might be a group thing that throws the two of us together or something like that, like a swingers group or something, but we might try, but it's all depends upon the situation. It's hard to see in the future what exactly is going to happen. You can probably yeah. expect some podcasts to be coming out though, because, uh, we just kind of do them as we feel like we have a topic to chat about. And so, um, yeah, we just have been really busy with work lately and, and family life. Mm. And it's just something we got away from doing. Uh, not that we don't enjoy, but just sometimes life takes priority. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Colin, Holly, this has been an amazing chat. Actually, I have one last question for you yeah. guys. How do you, you know, you have the work, the home everything and then you have this how do you split the two <laughs> so usually we i usually play at nighttime i don't have time during the day um i work mm-hmm. nine to five every day so i don't i don't get to play until later on um we both look after kids for myself it's usually evenings that i get to play with someone or it's on the weekends when kind of a grandparent has taken both kids so that we actually have some alone time and like they think that we're just kind of like spending time together watching a movie or something like that but we do we do but at the same time <laughs> we don't we go and do our own thing if we really want to. right yeah, yeah. Um, for you is more i guess for me it's more about uh you know i i find somebody who can work with my schedule uh it is hard to balance life and work and then you throw in this other aspect of yourself and that needs time and attention and it's to me it's part of self-care to make time for this um Mm. when i am not feeling it i don't have to do it but when i am i Mm. i quite enjoy taking time to make myself dolled up and get ready for some hot sex and it's fun Um, I will say that my playtimes are usually in the morning um, between dropping kids off at school and me going to work later in the day. Uh, Sometimes I will play in the evening, but it's sort of like, oh, are you going to be home tonight, dear? Because I'm going to go take kids out Mm -hmm. or (laughs) take kids out. (laughs) I'm going to go out and play myself. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Uh, Holly and Carl, thanks. I really enjoyed the podcast. I can't wait for new episodes. And I'm really enjoying these chats. I have a lot more things I want to talk about. So I'd love to invite you guys to come back for a part two for Perfect. sure. No problem. I'd love to. Thanks for coming to the sanctuary again. Thank you. Thank you Thank for you. having us.